Hey, this is John Lee Dumas from Entrepreneur on Fire. You're listening to my friend, Ash Roy. Welcome to the Productive Insights Podcast, where you can learn how to systemize, automate, and scale your business via the internet. To access previous episodes and useful productivity tips, go to ProductiveInsights.com. Now, here's your host, Ash Roy. Hello, everyone. Today, I'd like to introduce Ralph Burns, the managing partner at www.dominatewebmedia.com, which helps businesses scale marketing through Facebook advertising. Ralph, along with his partner, Keith Krantz, manage a portfolio of Facebook advertising clients exceeding $4 million per year. Ralph is also the founder and CEO of Antares Enterprises, which is a digital marketing and search engine optimization consulting firm, and he's involved in quite a few other online ventures. Ralph and I met at the Superfast Business Live conference last month, and we had some interesting discussions, including Facebook in general and retargeting using Facebook in particular. Ralph lives and works in the United States and has been featured on digitalmarketer.com and entrepreneur.com. So welcome to the Productive Insights Podcast, Ralph. Great to be here, Ash. Thanks for inviting me. You're most welcome. So Ralph, let's start by giving our audience a bit of a background on Facebook advertising, what it is and how it evolved. Yeah, well, I think it's, um, it's in our opinion, it's one of the, if not the most powerful advertising platforms in the world right now. Uh, you know, about a one fifth of the world's planet is on Facebook on a monthly basis. So that's about 1.3 billion people. Wow. So Facebook has done a pretty good job of building an audience and then finally monetizing it mm, three, four, five years ago, uh, with a, with an ad platform that was sort of mediocre. But, uh, about two years ago, they really, after they went public, they started to feel the pressure to be able to monetize it and get really good targeting for small business owners, mid-sized business owners, as well as large brands. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, when the platform first started, uh, myself and my partner were both involved in it, but we were getting sort of mediocre results, you know, for ourselves as affiliates, as well as for our own businesses. Mm -hmm. But um, that real change happened about two years ago. And ever since then, it's just been a tremendous growth platform, primarily because of the targeting capabilities and all the data that they actually have on you, me, and everybody else that's out there in the world. So mm. uh, it makes it ideal for demographics and for interests and for virtually any type of business, you know, uh, especially mm. small businesses right now, which is a huge focus for them. Yeah. I've got to say, it was very interesting because Facebook took ages in building their audience before they actually started to monetize using advertising. They took a lot longer than the market expected before they really cashed in. Yeah, they did. I, I think they did it uh, in the right ways. I think they also realized very early on that uh, if, you can, if you can build some scale build an audience, build users, build loyalty. I think almost in the same sort of model like Amazon did, where they were losing you know, millions and millions of dollars every single year, but building scale. Mm -hmm. uh, Facebook did the same kind of thing and, and created an incredible community where it's extremely sticky. I mean, people come back and spend an average, I believe it's the last time I checked, it's you know, 46 minutes a day on the wow. site, which is which is an insane amount of time. I mean, it I is. think my, my wife spends more time on it than 46 <laughs> minutes. Um, <clears throat> and I certainly do, probably not in my newsfeed, but, you know, helping uh, clients and our, and our stuff on the advertising end. But, I mean, that's, that's amazing. So, I mean, with people spending that much time on it, 
and getting great value out of it. Uh, it's an ideal platform for advertising. And you know, now with their targeting capabilities, it's, it's something that um, virtually any business has as its, at its fingertips mm. to be able to grow and expand their business or just to get their message out there or create brand awareness. Yeah. And 1.3 billion people, man, that's a lot. And what have they predicted going forward? I believe it's going to increase quite significantly in the coming years. Yeah, I'm not sure about the the exact projections for users itself. I think what they're really trying to do, I think that's going to be a steady growth, um, uh, you know, quarter over quarter as far as overall users. But I think, you know, the, the part of it that they're continuing to expand, and I think they've really just scratched the surface on, is the advertising end of things. But also striking a balance between not filling up everyone's newsfeed with ads, but also making sure that the user experience is still top quality. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, that's, uh, that's a balance that they're trying to strike right now. But they're a publicly traded company, so they have to continue to produce revenue and, and earnings. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. Mm. Now, as compared to Google advertising, Facebook is still considerably cheaper, particularly when you use remarketing, which is something I'd like to discuss through this podcast. Would you agree that Facebook is a lot cheaper than Google at the moment? I think overall it's it's cheaper, but I think you've got to look at buyer intent when it comes to Google. If we're talking just Google search advertising, like pay-per-click, which is you know the ads that you see after you do a search on Google on the top and the, on the right-hand column. Um, you know, it's a different type of customer. I mean, if somebody is typing in a search query for, you know, um, small business business plan, they're they're in the hunt for either information or to purchase. But okay. you know, if you're if you're selling that type of service on Facebook, you have to captivate that group through interruption marketing instead mm-hmm. of search based marketing. Right. So the sale is is really is different. But um, overall, I, I think you know both have their place. I mean, I think you know from our perspective, we look at all media as just a way in which to get traffic to a website to ultimately convert a lead into a sale. Mm-hmm. And I think Facebook, if you ignore Facebook as an ad platform, you're you're probably missing out on a great majority of people who probably don't know you exist yet. Mm. And um, those are the types of customers that um, that we that we specialize in in our agency and we also really enjoy helping because they may not fall into the typical sort of search um, you know pay-per-click kind mm-hmm. of advertising that Google offers uh, so yeah there's there's distinct differences but overall I would say Facebook is probably cheaper but it's it's getting more expensive by the day it seems like for for everything that we're seeing right now let me draw that out a little bit more you made a really interesting point when people are using Google, they tend to be search-related ads or they're initiated by the customer through a search as opposed to Facebook, which you said was interruption-based advertising, which is a very good and important point, right? So the, the kind of advertising you would be doing on Facebook or the way in which you would be creating the ads on Facebook would be very different from the way you would do them on Google. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I think um, Perry Marshall said this best, is people don't go to Facebook to buy stuff. They mm-hmm. go there to you know, either have fun or just sort of avoid all the things that they're dealing with in their regular lives. So you have to keep that in mind, is that you know, people aren't coming on Facebook looking to purchase something. In some cases, I think they are. 
uh, is you know certainly some e-commerce companies have capitalized on that, and you know based upon the amount of times that the Amazon guy arrives at our house uh, for my wife, I think <laughs> there is certainly that aspect uh, to Facebook, which you can certainly uh, you can certainly capitalize on if you're an e-commerce company. But by and large, you know most people on Facebook are are uh, are not looking to make some sort of decision by decision, but they are looking to be captivated by something that's of interest to them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what we try to do as Facebook marketers is we try and captivate or engage a, a very specific audience with either some sort of piece of content or a video or maybe even a straight lead capture for some piece of 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 high valued uh, content such as a, a checklist or an ebook or something like that to engage them and then get them into the conversation mm-hmm. and then sell them on a service either later on down the line through other Facebook ads through retargeting that you mentioned before mm-hmm. or just through you know plain old follow up through email sequences so yeah it's it's a different animal for sure I can't resist, Ralph. Let's talk a little bit about retargeting because it's such an incredibly important part of Facebook advertising. Yeah, I mean, um, custom audiences on Facebook are, there's a number of different types of custom audiences, but uh, the first type of custom audience, if you can sort of think about it this way, let's say you're a small business owner and you have a list of, you know, 5,000 prospects that you either have phone numbers or you have emails or whatever it happens to be. And maybe you're calling them or you have your salespeople calling them or maybe you're emailing them with email blasts telling them about you know, your latest special or, or some kind of offer that you have. Um, what you can do is you can take that list, put it into a CSV file or a text file mm-hmm. and upload it into Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then Facebook will then do a match for those either emails or phone numbers and based upon user profiles. Mm-hmm. And then you can advertise to those people with specific ads. Mm -hmm. So let's say you've got that list of a thousand people or 5,000 people, let's say, um, typically Facebook will be able to match, you know, 3000 of them, maybe 3,500 of them. Mm -hmm. And that list is now an audience that is already engaged. Probably a lead has, you know, expressed some sort of interest in your product or service in the past. And you can now create ads specifically to those potential leads to close a sale. So that's sort of the, the basic type of custom audience. Um, website custom audiences are people that you need to put a, a little code, sort of like a Google Analytics code or some mm-hmm. kind of tracking code. They call it a pixel, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. called a website custom audience pixel. And if you place that in the head tag of your entire website, yeah. when someone clicks on an ad or one of your pieces of content, let's say, let's say you have a blog, and they click on that in, in uh, an ad that you send or put in front of them mm-hmm. in their Facebook newsfeed, they'll then be captured, so to speak, uh, into what's called a website custom audience mm-hmm. inside Facebook. And that audience, if you continue to, to you know, promote to any you know, specific people on Facebook, you can create sort of a silent list of people who have expressed interest in your product or service, or maybe just your content or your message. And it's not cookie based, which is really important, meaning that Mm -hmm. it's not something that sits on your browser. Right. It is, it's user based. 
So it doesn't matter whether they're on desktop or whether they're on mobile. You can create this entire list of, in essence, you know, users on Facebook that have clicked on your ad. And then you can then put other types of messages in front of them, maybe to opt in or to buy or whatever it happens to be or continue to advertise to them, uh, depending on what your sales funnel looks like. And so they get the impression that you're everywhere and that really does a lot for your brand presence. So that's a good strategy from a branding perspective as well. Yeah, I think it is. I think it depends on what your goal is. I mean, if your goal is to create brand awareness, you can certainly give the impression that you're larger than you are. But in essence, it's really, uh, it's really just good marketing. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the further if, if somebody clicks on an ad they see in their newsfeed for your business, goes back to your website, you know, once they click that ad and consumes a piece of content or watches a video or, you know, maybe checks out your contact form or whatever it happens to be, they have sort of raised their hand and said, yes, I'm interested in what you have to say. Mm-hmm. So in, in them doing so, Facebook is smart enough to be able to capture their UID, which is their ID for Facebook, and mm-hmm. place it into this website custom audience sort of grouping, which you can then market to in maybe a different way. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you, you brought them back to your website through a blog post or a video or, or something similar to that. But now maybe you can offer them the opportunity to opt in or maybe, you know, buy some kind of, you know, low price product or, you know, maybe you have a flash sale going on or a special this week. Or if you're a restaurant, you know, you've got something new on the menu that you want to, to, to tell them about and get them into your, into your restaurant. Uh, it can be used in hundreds of different ways. Mm-hmm. It's just really cost-effective marketing. We found that website custom audiences, which is basically Facebook retargeting, is probably one of the most powerful tools that they have on the platform right now. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk now a bit more about business owners and why they should consider Facebook advertising. Some things are already becoming very clear from this conversation. One is that Facebook is it's a place where people are already going and they're spending a lot of time. There's 1.3 billion people on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a very viable platform, provided you understand the subtleties of Facebook as compared to, say, Google. So on Facebook, you're looking at interruption-based advertising as opposed to Google AdWords, where you're looking at more search-based advertising. Facebook also can be very powerful when you use a remarketing facility. I'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it depends on the, the business owner and what sort of niche they're in. Uh-huh. But, I mean, fortunately, we've, we've, uh, we've worked with a lot of different businesses and a lot of different niches. And, you know, what you offer them on Facebook is different for everybody. Uh-huh. Uh, it, you know, in, in most cases, you know, what we, we try to do, although we're sort of changing our mindset on this a little bit recently, especially with some of the more recent Facebook changes, is we typically will, will you know, present them or, or find out who your ideal customer is. Let's say it's small business owners that are, you know, uh, 50 miles outside of Omaha, Nebraska. I mean, you can mm-hmm. get right down to that who make oh, more than $100,000 a year, are male, age 35 to 54. Let's say that's your demographic. Yeah. You, you can target those people very specifically on Facebook and you might want to engage them in something that's useful and helpful to them as a small business owner. You know, what's the biggest concern a small business owner has? Probably, you know, I need more sales. Oh. I need more people coming in the door. Oh. So maybe you offer them something like, 
you know, seven ways to increase your, uh, your, 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 um, uh, you know, your traffic to your, to your storefront, you know, without spending any additional money or, you know, five, five mistakes that small business owners do to try to, you know, get more customers and three ways in which to, to show them, you know, exactly how to do it. Something, something that's sort of a, a lead magnet, something that's a, a, you know, a high perceived value piece of content mm-hmm. that a small business owner, because, you know, they have those issues, uh, may want to either engage in that content. You can offer it as, as just free content on your site uh, and then pixel them using those website custom audiences like I talked about before. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you know, offer that piece of content in exchange for a name and an email address mm-hmm. so that you're, they're now on your list and then you can follow up them you know, either with follow-up sequences or maybe even gather their phone number. You know, it sort of depends on, on how your business goes. But, you know, that's the type of thing that, that it works best on Facebook is sort of giving free content, you know, either in exchange for a name and an email, mm-hmm. uh, something that has high perceived value as well as high actual value, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and engaging them in what it is that you do so you can take them down, down the, the, you know, the next path in your funnel to ultimately convert them into a sale. So it allows you to have a very targeted conversation or an exchange with your customer. It allows you to really zero in on specifically a dem- demographic that you're after. That's one of the benefits that Facebook offers you. Yeah, yeah, it does. And with the amount of people that are on it right now, it's, um, it's tantalizing, I think, for just about any business owner. I mean, I think the only, the only way that I can equate Facebook advertising is to either display advertising or banner buys, which used to do a fair amount of that sort of thing. But those are, you know, you find specific websites that meet your demographic or are interested in the types of things that you're trying to sell. Mm-hmm. And then you, you have banner buys or you have display advertising buys on those sites. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit less targeted. You're going to get some people that aren't specifically in your demographic or in your interest group. But on Facebook, you can narrow it down to, mm-hmm. you know, to what I had just mentioned, um, mm-hmm. you know, to all those factors and eliminate basically everybody else mm-hmm. and just focus in on your, you know, zero in on who your customer is and get the right message in front of them so that they'll engage with you and then hopefully you'll have you know continued um, transactions with them after the fact. And because you're able to be so specific in the people that you're targeting with your ads, your cost per acquisition will obviously go down because your dollars will go much further and, and your conversions will get, be much higher as well. They should. It depends on your conversion mechanism, really. But I mean, ideally, yeah. I mean, you're not getting wasted clicks. You're not getting mm. wasted impressions. Uh, sometimes in the Facebook algorithm, as soon as you start, you know, layering on more and more interest to get more and more specific, sometimes your costs increase. Mm-hmm. But you know, the the point is, is that if you have uh, a monetization strategy after you capture that lead or after after you engage with that person, you should be able to make it up on the back end because they're so focused because they are your ideal target. Hmm. Um, so a lot of times with customers, they'll say, well, I don't really know what my exact age demographic is. I don't know exactly where 
you know, my customer lives. So we'll go very broad at first mm -hmm. and gather a lot of data and then make some decisions based on that data and say, okay, we're seeing that, you know, females between the ages of 35 and 44 mm -hmm. are really responding best to your to your message. Mm -hmm. So maybe we narrow our demographic down to that age group as opposed to going from 25 to 54. Uh, you know, so you can, there's targeting within Facebook that you can narrow that down, but also there's reporting, very good reporting within Facebook that shows you which users are interacting and which users are actually behaving in the right way mm -hmm. to get the best ROI for your advertising dollar. Right. Absolutely. And you touched on another important point about you know, targeting your advertising and even your content, really, to the right people, which moves into content amplification. Now, something, mm -hmm. something that was really interesting I wanted to bring up, in my interview with Chris Garrett from Copyblogger in a previous episode, he talked a lot about this conversation that a buyer and a seller has. And and he described content marketing as this conversation that happens between the buyer and the seller. And by the time the buyer actually makes a decision to purchase, there has to have been a certain exchange, whether it is through direct conversation or through content, for that mm -hmm. buyer to be convinced to buy. I can see how Facebook, through content amplification, through targeted advertising or targeted content, content distribution, can really increase the likelihood of purchasing at some point down the track, mm -hmm. you're much more likely to convert, maybe not on Facebook, but on a different page that the buyer finds themselves. Yeah, you're, you're dead on. I mean, I think the, um, I think when Facebook first changed their platform, you could, you could afford to go right for the lead right off the bat, meaning that you didn't have to really engage them a whole lot with other types of content. Mm -hmm. um, you could go right for a lead and just capture leads very cheaply. That was two years ago, a year ago. Right. What we've really noticed now is that, um, and this is just sort of a recent example of a client of ours, is that we did that. We, we had a couple of different phases that uh, we sort of went through, but we ended up, we just said, all right, let's just try and go for the lead. Let's, let's target your, they basically have three separate avatars of potential customers. Let's target them with specific landing pages that we want to capture their name and their email address. Mm -hmm. And the cost per lead was far too high. It was probably triple, quadruple what they wanted to. Wow. So after about two weeks of, of running ads, we did a full analysis. We have a data analyst that's on board with us. Mm -hmm. did a full analysis, and we realized that it was their fans hmm. of their page that were the ones who were converting to leads at a cost that was one-fifth of the rest of all the targets. Right. So we shifted our strategy, and we said, well, what we need to do is we need to do a fan getting campaign. Uh, and then after they become fans, we also noticed that the client who has excellent content, uh, they were boosting a lot of their posts just through their regular Facebook page to their fans, which is content amplification. Exactly. And then after that, they were then opting in for a lead, which was, 
you know, I mean, their their landing page was probably not the way that it that should be ideally, but nonetheless, we noticed that as a specific trend. So you've got a number of different interactions before you get what you want. Mm. Meaning, they raise their hand. They say, "Hey, I like this page. I want more content that is around this subject." Mm-hmm. Once they become fans, we then target them with content, ungated, good blog posts, content-rich videos, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Then after that, we then target them with, "Hey, do you want this free video series? You know, this, this training series that will help you to." you know, achieve these specific goals that you have in mind. We found that sort of three-step process was far more effective Hmm. in creating the type of lead that this customer wanted. And although we haven't gone to the phase yet in in our in our work with them that they actually go and they they apply for this this sort of coaching program and then ultimately buy, it's a fairly high-end product. Our sense is that because they've engaged so much with the content all along the line, they might be you know, potentially a higher cost overall, mm-hmm. but they're far more engaged and far more likely to buy at the end because they now know, like, and trust the the uh, the advertising client of ours, and they're far more likely to buy. So, you know, what you're saying about content amplification is definitely important, and it's uh, it's highly recommended from Facebook itself mm-hmm. as to how to engage your customer on the platform. If you're approaching your business as a long-term venture, which I think is the only sensible way to approach any business, you are building an audience. And if you build an audience, whether they buy today or they buy five years from now, the point is you're building that no like, and trust relationship. Your advertising is not just selling products. It's also building that relationship with your customer. That might convert into a very big sale one day. It's not just about making sales today or tomorrow. Yeah, and I I think, you know, to this customer's credit, I mean, they they understand that. They also realize that what they're selling is they sell a front-end product, and then there's other products they can... Now they have a customer list, Uh much different than an email list or a website custom audience list. These are people that have actually interacted with them with a credit card. So they can then... Now that's a huge asset that they've created because they've cultivated a relationship in a multi-step process. Uh Uh, You know, two years ago when the Facebook ad platform changed, we weren't really advocating this. But I mean, I think in the last, especially last three to six months, it's become far more critical because, you know, uh, Facebook is changing. Uh They really want to make sure that they strike that good balance between advertisers and their their users and user-based content that's non-advertising. And engaging a user with content actually helps Facebook keep their platform, you know, far less filled with ads and Uh more filled with free non-gated content Uh that if you're a smart marketer, you can leverage that and ultimately turn, you know, people who like your content, engage in your content, you capture their emails in their name, and then ultimately buy your stuff at the end of the day. Google talks about it as moments of truth, and I believe people are needing more and more of these moments of truth or interactions with a particular brand before they make a purchase decision. Yeah, I think they do. I mean, I think that, um, you know, I mean, they, they say that you need to interact with someone I think the statistics sort of change over the course of time, but you need to interact, you know, up to seven times with Mm. someone before they they actually make a purchasing decision. 
we we think I don't think there's really any statistics on it as of yet. We'd, we'd love to see if somebody actually do this study, but it's probably about double that now. I would wow. say it's twelve to fourteen interactions, primarily because we're all in our devices all the time. Mm. So you know this this engaging with your customers is super important, um, which uh, you know whatever the statistics are. It's definitely more than seven times, uh, and I think Facebook is a way in which to, you know, get some of those ex- some of those exposures to your mm-hmm. potential customers, you know, and and you know, notwithstanding, I mean, Facebook is just one ad platform. I mean, there's certainly other ways in which you can engage those customers as well, but um, you can do it in Facebook and multimedia. You can do it with video. You can do it with you know just good engaging content. And you can also do it through, you know, uh, email opt-ins and also purchase types of ads as well. So it's a, um, it can all be done on Facebook, but ideally you want to sort of look at it as an overall strategy as to how you build your business. Right. Cool. So how does one get started with Facebook advertising? Probably the the easiest thing. Um, I'm also a member of sort of a local business group, and. Uh, you know, I've I've talked to a lot of these guys who are just local business owners, and they've it, the the guys at Facebook are making it pretty easy for anyone with a business page to start advertising. Okay, and and you can do that just by uh, you know posting on your page on your business page, and then simply starting to click that little button that everybody sees with a business page that's boost post, mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, I, I always I always tell the guys that are doing it right now, I say, you know, that's like your that's like your gateway drug. You know, you're <laughs> <laughs> you're watch out because, you know, five to ten dollars a day will eventually turn into many multiples of that. But the uh, you know, for a guy in my group that's a restaurant owner, he does twenty dollars a day to his fans and to um people who are a certain age demographic, ten miles surrounding where his restaurant is mm-hmm. and he sends out what his specials are for that day mm-hmm. and that's all he does and wow. it's he doesn't have an agency manage it he does it on his own and he's like it's just incredible i get so many people that come in the door and say hey i saw your stuff on facebook i heard about that special or you know uh you know dollar drink night or whatever it happens to be and he's just doing it that way um and i think that's the easiest way to do it because that that boost post button now has the ability to be able to target interests Uh as well as geographies as well as age and gender so it's a real it's a great way for any small business owner to sort of get their feet wet you know typically for five bucks a day i mean who doesn't have five bucks a day to at least get their message out there so that's the first step i would say and it's a great way for them to also do testing, right? I mean, if they currently have a certain audience, uh, let's say a restaurant has a certain demographic that walks into their restaurant, they can try the five bucks a day boost post and try and target different age segments or try and target people with different tastes, maybe from different cultures or something using Facebook and see whether their product appeals to other segments in the market that they haven't served yet. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, there's there's so many variations to it. Um, they can test all kinds of stuff like that at very low budgets. It's a, it's a little harder 
to measure what the exact ROI is with with just the boosting of the post, mm-hmm. aside from asking people when they walk in the door, hey, how'd you hear about us kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that the ROI that you tag to it is a little bit more challenging. That's when you know, when you get a little bit more advanced, you might want to venture into what's called the ads manager, which is the platform that that we use. Um, and then there's a sort of a, a second level platform called the power editor, which is when you're, you know, managing multiple campaigns. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I think from a base standpoint, uh, any business owner can start with it just with a very limited budget and just sort of see what kind of response they get. Um, you know, whether you own a flower shop or a restaurant or, you know, I've got a guy that does this for insurance, he sells insurance mm. and, you know, uh, they put content on, you know, different types of insurance, whether or not you should get flood insurance if you're in a flood insurance zone mm. and they get actual inquiries from those Facebook posts to talk about, you know, how they can lower their costs for their local insurance. I mean, it's amazing. And he's doing it for five, 10, 20 bucks a day. Wow. Well, and the other thing is, if you're spending five or ten bucks a day, you hardly want to spend the time trying to do a return on investment analysis on that. Mm-hmm. But, and and it should be fairly obvious anyway if you have an increase in traffic or sales. But sure, once you have that increase in traffic and sales, then you can look into more advanced kinds of Facebook advertising where you may want to do ROI type analysis. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I think that's a good place to get your feet wet. And then, you know, if you enjoy it, uh, you know, we find that that some of these guys that just sort of start that way, they enjoy it a lot. And they say, now I want more. That's why I say it's sort of the gateway drug to to other things, but in larger potential spends. Um, but it's it is a very solid way in which to start out. But, you know, I would uh, I wouldn't try and go for the sale immediately mm-hmm. it, when you're doing that. I mean, try and post something that you know, if you're a, a local gym that, you know, is helpful and useful for your ideal customer. Right. You know. So if you're a local gym, maybe post some workout tips or something like that. Again, use the content amplification approach and then expect to have more interactions with the customer that eventually will turn into a sale. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, um, one of the things that's really important, if you're, if you're just posting an image of something <clears throat> that will, uh, that'll, that's good. Um, but what we try to do is we try and tell people to, you know, post what's called a link post ad. So let's say you've got a page on your website that talks about, you know, let's say you're a local, uh, you know, you sell, uh, you know, you're a local spa or you're, this is actually a real case study, but uh, local spa, women only, you know, sort of higher end in a really specific demographic area. Uh-huh. And they will post, they'll take the URL for a blog post that says, you know, this is our, our, our brand new workout that we're doing. You can do it in under 15 minutes. But um, they'll put the link for the URL into the sort of the box that's, you know, what are you doing today or, or what's happening in your business? Mm-hmm. And then what that does is it creates a automatically it creates what's called a link post. And if they click on the image or any part of the ad, mm-hmm. it then takes them back to their website. And on that website, you know, there should be calls to action. There should mm-hmm. be, you know, something in the sidebar that maybe says, you know, hey, you know, contact us or come on by for, you know, a seven day free trial of the facilities or, you know, call us today or enter your email to get more information on, you know, our daily specials, something like that. So when you send them off Facebook to your site, which Facebook is totally cool with, by the way, and they want you to do this, okay, make sure that you have, you know, some kind of 
way to engage with that audience even more mm-hmm. so that you can sort of take the, the relationship to the next level. Yes. Yeah. So either a call to action and if possible, capture their email address and their details. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So let's talk a bit about the typical challenges you've seen people face with getting started with Facebook and how they can overcome them easily. We've already touched on it through the boost post button. And I can see that as a novice, when it comes to Facebook advertising, it can sound a bit daunting. A lot of people don't even know that there is such a thing as Facebook advertising. What challenges have you seen people face and how have they best overcome them? I think that the biggest challenge we see with people is that it's just in, it's plain intimidating. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a it's a new platform, um, you know. And I remember when I first learned it, it was intimidating. I said, "Where do I kind of start?" And I think that's the biggest thing that <clears throat> that people have issues with is, you know, how do I get this thing going? Um, the training for Facebook has become better, I think, as to how a business owner can take advantage of the platform. But even people who are really savvy in the social media space or the advertising space in general just get stuck. They just sort of get to a point and they say, well, what do I do next mm-hmm. kind of thing. And, um, you know, I think the the instructions that you find through Facebook are helpful. They've now created sort of a whole what they call Facebook blueprint, which is a training program you know, depending on, you know, what kind of objective you, that you have for your business, it is very effective. It's, it's a, definitely a step forward. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think it's helpful for small business owners in general. But um, most people just kind of reach a point that they don't really know what to do next uh-huh. because it's not as user-friendly as it probably should be. Uh-huh. I think they're working on that. But um, that's the biggest barrier to entry. So that's why I think Facebook has, has made it much easier for the small business owner or for the business owner to just start doing things and start getting involved just by using Boost Post. But then once they sort of take them off that platform and go into this, the ads manager, we see a lot of people just get stuck, not really knowing what to do next. So, and that's where Dominate Web Media comes in. Yeah, I mean, we have education for, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've got education on that side. I mean, we, you know, we've got um, a whole community of, of, uh, of people that are, you know, either small or medium sized business owners that we interact with on a daily basis to help them get unstuck. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Keith and I are in there every single day. I mean, it's a paid platform, it's paid training, but, um, you know, that's, that's why we're there is to help mm-hmm. people sort of get to that point. Plus, you know, every business is different. I mean, there's no one size fits all when it comes to Facebook and it really depends on what it is that you're trying to do. So there's a million different ways you can approach Facebook advertising. I mean, what we sort of talked about in the beginning part of this, I think is a good sort of set strategy. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, your business is individual and different than anybody else's. So, but uh, that's why we offer that training to people. um, And it's been helpful. and how does someone get onto the training? Is it do they just go to dominatewebmedia.com and sign up there? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of uh, free content that's on the site itself, and um, I think you know people could can gather a lot just through the the content that we put out. But um, I think there's a button somewhere on the site that says uh, the the membership Facebook Ads or FB Ads University, and that's that's mm-hmm. what. Uh, 
that's the paid side. And then we have a Facebook group um, that we interact with. And there's videos and step-by-step training and, okay. and everything else to kind of get them unstuck, which is, uh, which is you know, our goal is to help people, you sure. know, leverage this platform in the right way. So Cool. Okay, great. I think I did see that, actually. I was checking out the website earlier today. So they just go to that page, they just sign up, and they can join up for the training. Yeah? Yeah, they could either opt in. There's a, there's a nine-step checklist which is is great, and I mean, in my opinion, I'm biased, but uh, <laughs> you know, there's nine steps to success, and it's it's fully updated with everything that's gone on. Um, that's that's typically a good way to do it, and then we're then you know you're on our list, and we send you sort of invitations to certain events, and obviously a invitation to uh, to join the paid side, but. Um, you know, the nine step checklist, I think, you know, talks about a lot of the stuff that we talked about here. I think it's, it's very helpful for small business owners. And, you know, if they choose to go on the paid side, we're, you know, happy to help them out on that as well. So in terms of actions that a listener can take in terms of getting started with Facebook advertising, obviously one is they just get started by creating their own Facebook page if they don't already have one for their business and Mm -hmm. start clicking that boost post button, putting URLs that go back to their website with good calls to action on their website and start clicking the boost post button. That's an action that listener can take to get started right away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, virtually everyone has a personal profile. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I think most of the 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 listeners to to this show here probably have a Facebook business page that they either post content to or maybe don't on a regular basis. But uh, yeah, you need a, a personal profile first, and then attach that to a business page. Facebook makes it super easy. That's a, a simple Google search will will tell you exactly how to do it. And once you have that business page, you know, depending on what type of business that you are, you're you know. They immediately start asking you, "When do you want to start advertising?" So they, they, they know they got you at that point. And then, uh, as soon as you enter your credit card details, you're you're off and running. So yeah, that that that's definitely the easiest step. Cool. And how does a listener get in contact with you? Uh, they could probably just see either um, myself or Keith on uh, dominatewebmedia.com. We do um, we do consults with people who are interested in working with us a little bit, but maybe a, a slightly higher level as an agency, as well as a couple of different other programs that we have, sort of a, a done with you kind of you know weekly check in call sort of arrangement. But mm-hmm. you know we offer everything from full agency management all the way down to free content on the site to um, you know a step up from that, which is Facebook Ads University, which is sort of a do it yourself. Um, you know, step by step training that that we're really proud of, and you know, we uh, we certainly the, the goal is to to figure out you know to whoever visits the site, you know, what's your goals, how do you want to leverage your business, and we've got a couple of different products that'll help you with that, but also a lot of free content that'll help you with that as well. So right. yeah, I would just say go to dominatewebmedia.com. It's usually a good place to start. Cool. Well, it was wonderful having you. I've learned a lot about Facebook advertising and I look forward to learning a lot more when I speak to Keith at some point down the track. So thank you very much for your time, Ralph. I really appreciate it. You bet, Ash. It's been a pleasure on my end. Thanks for listening to the Productive Insights Podcast. You can find all the links in the show notes below this episode on ProductiveInsights.com. You can also ask questions in the comments section that Ash personally answers. How can Ash help you today? 